Okay, so if you've read my new book or you're currently reading it, it's To the Unloved. It's my story with God. Um, there's a part in chapter nine that I just wanted to talk about today. And it's not even that it's like a lesson, I, I, I suppose. It's not, um, it's not your standard sermon or, or Bible lesson. I just wanted to share with you because if you're reading my book, you've learned a lot about me. I've shared pretty openly about things that I've gone through um, that God has helped me to get through and to heal from. And in chapter nine, I share some details about that abuse just as quickly as I could, spanning from the time that the abuse started when I was a year old until it ended when I was 17. And after that, that record of abuse, on page 229, I start to, to talk about where I'm at in my healing journey and things that I still struggle with. So in the book, as you read it, you'll, you'll get to this part on 229 where I say, I'm not going to lie to you. The healing process is long and the journey to, to confidence is even longer. My own healing is still ongoing. Sometimes for months or even years, I'll be convinced that I'm totally over everything that happened. And then I'll encounter something small that hits me hard and reminds me that I'm not all the way there yet but I'm well on my way. Every now and then I'll catch myself occasionally, uh, occasionally double and even triple checking to make sure that my bathroom door is locked before I shower, even when no one else is home. And when I get undressed, sometimes a shiver will run down my spine. I've had the most trouble romantically though. I'm waiting to have sex until I'm married, but I do believe that holding hands and kissing is okay. And while there have been times when a guy I was dating would try to hold my hand and I would have a sudden urge to pull away, not because of him, but because of me. I have to silently pray and remind myself that affection is good and hand-holding is not a violation against my personhood. So what I'm saying to you, dear sweet beloved, is this, it was a buildup of stuff that dirtied up the lens you see yourself through now. Um, yeah, I talk like that, that was, really honest about what I was facing at the time. I wrote that part of this book when I was 25 years old. I'm almost 30 now. So um, almost five years has passed since I wrote this portion of the book. So, some other parts of the book I, I wrote two months ago, just before it came out. So it really is um, sort of, it's, it's a beautiful mess, this book. And you, you get to, I, I wanted to offer a glimpse into my personal life with God because I think it's one thing to say that God is good and that he can heal you. And it's another to say, this is how God healed me. This is how he's been good to me. So in that portion of the book where I say that I would triple check the locks on my bathroom door, I, I don't do that anymore. There's a lot of things that as you read there, they're no longer true. I still kept them in the book. I debated changing them up and putting some new things that, that I struggle with now. But at the time that I wrote that, it was true. And I wanted to honor um, that part of my journey and make sure that it was doc documented 
what I struggled with. And now it's a testimony to what God has um, healed me from. So I just wanted to, to share the things that you'll read here that God has healed me from even since writing them in a book about how he's healing me. I just think it's really cool that our process can be ongoing and ever changing and that from one day to, to the next, we can be way freer than we were before. That, that freedom, sometimes it can happen suddenly. Sometimes it's not gradual. Sometimes it's miraculous and beautiful. And um, so I don't, I don't triple check my bathroom lock before I shower. I, I shower with my bathroom door open. It's attached to my bedroom. I'm not being a freak, okay? But like in my bedroom, there's a bathroom, you know? Um, I shower with the bathroom door open and I'm not afraid of anybody coming in there and hurting me. Um, I don't have trauma there anymore. But that that's a big deal for me because uh, the main place that my father would abuse me was in the bathroom. He would lock me in there with him and um, he would take full advantage of the fact that I was naked. Um, so it took me years to even be able to shower without crying. And um, so, but like when I wrote this, part of the book, I wasn't crying anymore in the shower, but it was really hard for me to feel safe still. And I would still get like uh, chills up and down my, my spine. I would get goosebumps and anxiety. Um, and in my head, I would imagine all these scenarios of like somebody breaking in and like taking me out of the shower and hurting me again. Like I just didn't feel safe. Um, and we had to shower so often, like every day. So this was an everyday occurrence with me having to confront a trigger or anxiety and um, wounds that were still very real, even as I wrote this. They weren't as raw as they once were, but they were still there. Um, and, and I was dealing with them, but I'm a lot freer now. I just wanted to share that so that like, as you read this, you know that God has done even more in my life. And I just pray that it encourages you to, um, to not be half healed. Like that's the overall umbrella of to, to the unloved is to not go through life half healed, being less happy than we could be, um, feeling less whole than we were born to be. Be all that God says you are. Be his child, like he loves you. Um, so like, I don't think he ever wants us to stop trying to be more and more whole and more and more free. It's something that I'm still striving to do today. It's like life doesn't stop happening. So I'm not broken from abuse anymore. I'm not afraid of being violated, but there's still stressors in my life. There's still things that happen. Um, friendships end, people die, health scares, bills, financial stressors. We're in a pandemic. There's there's racism and civil unrest everywhere. Like there's stressors, but I know that God is with me in the midst of it. But I, I just wanted to update you. Um, I kept it the same because it happened. These triggers were real. Uh, so yeah, I don't get shivers that run down my spine anymore. And I don't have trouble romantically anymore. I'm not, I'm not dating anybody, but I've dated since then. And I can hold hands and I can kiss and it doesn't, it doesn't hurt me anymore. Um, it's finally sunk, sunken in. Affection is not a violation. 
Okay, some real triggers that I have today that are not in the book. They're not in this. So if you're watching this and you're reading the book, if you're reading To the Unloved, here you go. Some things that God is helping me with today um, actively that relates directly to what my father did to me is um, I, I have PCOS. And so that means I have to go in for scans like every three months. And when I say scans, I mean really invasive scans. Um, just girls, you know what I'm talking about. If you're a guy, like trigger warning, I guess. But if you're a girl, it's, it's like a pap smear every three months. It's not fun. Um, and a lot of what they do in these exams to help me and to check on the cysts that I have on my ovaries um, re resembles what my father used to do to me. So I, I have to like really pray before I go into these appointments and um, hang tight onto who God says I am. And usually I'll close my eyes like during the exam and I can hear God like remind me you're my daughter I love you you're safe and like that safe part really really clicks for me so I'll just keep saying like I'm loved and I'm safe I'm God's I'm loved and I'm safe um, and it, it, it helps me to remember like the doctor who's helping me. She's really nice. She's really, really sweet. I like her a lot. Not necessarily in the appointment at the time, but it, it, it helps me to remember like she's not hurting me. She's helping me. I am not being violated here. I am being treated. I am not a victim. I'm a child of God. But that, that's a trigger that I, I still very much am dealing with. It's gotten better because I have to go in every three months. So I'm getting a lot of practice, but it, it is a unique scenario because I still am waiting to have sex until I'm married. So the only times I've ever experienced um, anybody going down there has been either when I was um, violated or um, at a doctor's. So I've never known a loving touch in that way um, and it's something that I have to really cling to the love of God to be able to deal with now but that is a, a heavier tr trigger that I didn't really know how to put into words for to the unloved so I just didn't um, but it is something that I'm thinking about sharing on more in the future because I know 98% of women have been sexually assaulted 98% and those same women still have to go for their female exams. And that is not easy. And these 98% of women, of which I'm a part of, we, we still have to carry on our lives. And you are not a victim. I, I just wanna say that, but, but these women, like we get married, we have kids, and it does impact the way that we do life. And it is important to know that with God, you are safe, but it's some, I'm thinking about doing a series on it, on what it's like to have been um, sexually abused 
for a long time during my, my childhood and now have to be poked and prodded as an adult while still waiting until marriage. It, it's an interesting problem to have. <laughs> um, I, I have a cameraman in here as I talk about these female problems. It's interesting. Uh, there's a dude. Nice. He's a good friend of mine, but it's, it's weird. Um, but that's my biggest trigger. I don't have any more um, in relation to like being afraid to get undressed. Like I shower and get dressed pretty good now. And, and I feel safe in my own body, in my own home. I know that God is going to protect me. But um, in scenarios that literally mimic the abuse that I went through for 17 years, that's difficult. Um, so that's something he's still working with me on. And I'm not really sure how I'm going to ha handle sex one day. I have no idea. I'll let you know when I get there, I guess, if God wants me to. But um, I'm trying to think of any more triggers that I have, like, right now. I, I still have some fear of violence, but those are really random. Um, every so often, I'll have dreams that are just really violent. Out of nowhere like just somebody trying to get me in a dream it's pretty rare or um when i drive down this street i'll get it i know it's demonic and i prayed away but um in my head i i have a really creative like visual brain and it, it can cast whole mo movies sometimes like i got plot lines going on up here but I'll, I'll, I'll stop at a red light and it's happened several times when i'm at a red light if there's a car next to me in my head i can see him rolling down the window and trying to attack me but that i know is a direct result of um the physical violence that i went through as a younger kid but it's it's just i say all of this to say that healing isn't um a destination that we just arrive at it's not just like oh this really really shattered my life and then I'm all better now. It, I, I don't know if there is ever a point where you're all better, to be honest with you. And I, I'm not trying to be like a downer when I say that. <laughs> I'm saying life will keep happening and life gets hard sometimes. That's why we need a savior. And uh, that's why he says in Matthew 11:28, come to me, all of you who are weak and weary and heavy burdened and I'll give you rest. It's like just in every season of life, as your heart feels heavy, come and unload with God, get refreshed, and then you keep going. But life is a series of getting healed, I think, again and again and again and again. It's not like you get healed once and you're all better. It's, it's a process. It's a journey. And so wherever you are on your journey, Celebrate the triggers that no longer haunt you and feel like feel at peace about the ones you're still dealing with. It doesn't mean you're broken. It means you're human and you went through something awful, but God's got you and he's leading you through a process. So it's just, it's, I'm always happy to lose a trigger, but I am not ashamed of the ones that I still have because I'm here because God loves me and he's got me and the same is true for you don't feel ashamed of the of the ways that you still struggle you're here you held on and you didn't give up so just keep going okay bye